At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Yo, what up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Kill the Mockingbirds. I'm your host, Sean Chris, alongside my co-pilot. Bow, what's up? What up, Joe Thomas? Van Tesla, we're in the building. You know how we're doing it. We back out uh, two episodes in a row. We're going to be so consistent. These motherfuckers ain't ready, man. Yeah, man. Dropping lead on them. So today, I think uh, we're going a little bit... Uh, not different. Yeah, kind of like what we always do. Uh, exposing shit. But we're going to get hard on uh, Dabos. I think like uh, a lot of people wanted to know what's going on. We've been kind of chipping away at it through our Instagrams and our TikToks. Kind of giving you an insight of what the fuck these uh, douchebags and Dabos are doing. And then afterwards, we're going to uh, you know get a little entanglement. Go old deep school. on uh, old The school. old school Denver airport. You know what I mean? A lot of people haven't... Uh, and though for those that haven't heard it, definitely stay tuned for second half of show here. That uh, what's going on Denver Airport, and it, if you think about it, it kind of connects with Davos in a way with uh, the, all the elites and shit. Whoa, man, I've seen that. It even connects with uh, our last episode with Hollow Earth. I think I'm about to get into that. Ooh, yeah, that's actually a good point right there. I didn't even think of that. Well, let's let's get into it real quick right away with uh, uh, the man of the hour who's always trying to scare us. I don't know how it will play out in uh, November, but what we know is that we will end up with many more unemployed and uh, particularly also people in the gray economy, which are not counted for, uh, who lose their jobs. So we will see definitely a lot of anger uh, already now, but probably increased by the end of the year. Uh, because this crisis will be with us until we really have found a remedy. So um, we have to prepare for a more angry world. And uh, how to prepare? Uh, it means to take the necessary action, to create a fairer world, um, to see that uh, we provide everybody with uh, decent access to the health system, um, that we make sure that those people uh, who are really left behind, uh, and I'm not speaking only on national levels, I'm speaking also internationally. If I see now uh, the tragedy in some of the emerging countries like South Africa, like some countries in East Asia, 
I think it's all. Uh, I I don't have too many remedies. The the remedies have to be discussed through dialogue by the stakeholders of our global system. But um, I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. There it is. Of course, he had to end it off with the. His best line, the Great Reset. Hey, got to end it with the Great Reset. That's the only way that we can get shit done. Dude, you listen to me right now. I'm telling you. Like, the people don't like me because I'm so much smarter. But if they just listen to me, I tell them, like, listen, you live in cardboard box. You're so much happier. It's great. It's so great. Great Reset. <laughs> <laughs> the COVID-19 like <laughs> Klaus man so let's go over a little like uh, 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 you sent me a, a nice link and I think this uh, I'm not going to go into detail but I'm just going to go over a few points that they were pretty much talking about uh, at this meeting wink 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 like you know what I mean? uh, the, obviously they talked about the war in Ukraine uh, they also talked about the economy uh, the global economy not just any economy that the global economy, which is they're trying to wrap everything together. Uh, the future of globalization. They were really uh, hot on that Two crisis, food and energy. So watch out for those because when we hear things that they're talking about, they're going to drip down our way. So food and energy. And we've already heard a couple of things. They were even talking about uh, in the Washington journal and a couple other news outlets about rolling blackouts in the Midwest, West and Texas all, uh, all summer, which should have we should be knowing uh and i almost thought it was gonna happen right now because when we just started my lights flickered and i was like here we go fucking shit man <laughs> well, i was like I mean, it's not Schwab's, even high yet schwab's been hyping up this cyber stuff for two years too so that was actually a part of COVID 19 great reset the book that i was just talking to you about off air um it's a great read if anybody gets a chance to read it it really lets you know what they're really thinking and it gives you a good breakdown of what they've got planned because they break down different phases. Well, he does in the book of different crises that's going to bring us together globally. I mean, that's the ultimate goal is to bring us together globally under a uh, global order. Because even during Davos, they were having a conversation of we need to stop thinking. Well, Klaus was telling the people in the room that they needed to stop thinking about things in it, uh, start think, stop thinking about it individually. And what he meant by that was in individual countries, they need to stop thinking about themselves and they need to start thinking about the greater good. So it's in a sense, he was also given a warning out to anybody that might not be a part of this great reset that, listen, we'll be coming for you if you decide that you want, you know, full autonomy and be on your own. Like, we're, we're, we're coming for you. We're, we got you in our target. Yeah, you're next. You're right. They also talked a lot about, even in the, like, one of the intros, he was saying, like, we are the the change. You know, people in this room, we are the ones that are making this reset. We're pretty much pretty much saying that we're in charge of the narrative, and we need to get trust back. A lot of big things I was noticing, too, that throughout the whole Davos 2022 was they were trying to emphasize gaining the trust of the public again. So they know that people don't trust the elites around the globe. It's not just like, oh, America or these certain states, the West. No, everybody. So they were really hard and pushing heavy. And that's why I think you're right. I think like uh, one of the other points was climate change and environment, of course. And, and like you said, cyber. So I think they're definitely going to use that with the food crises. Th those are ways they're going to use Blame that to try to get 
Oh, Russia or I'm thinking Iran, man. I think Iran at some point is going to make too. a play. I've been waiting for that. And sure. and I think that they're they're gonna Russia's definitely like always the perfect scapegoat, especially if there's oh, yeah. with the US involved. It's gonna be, you know, a Russian cyber attack or shit like or, almost for a hundred years now. <laughs> just wait until just wait until we uh have supply chain issues on food, which we're already having, but just wait until we actually have depletion, uh, which is coming. And who are they gonna scapegoat? Oh, of course they're gonna scapegoat, you know, the Ukraine war. They've already are, and you know Russia's going to be at the forefront of who they're going to blame. Um, you know, any chance they get anything that happens here in the U.S. is Russia. So it's 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 actually really funny that they blame Russia or they act like Russia's so big. If you really know anything about Russia, the country, uh, it's a big country, but as far as population to country size, it, they're really not that big. Like, and even yeah, it's like 126 as, million, right? And if you even look at uh, what they have to offer, like the world, it's really not a lot compared to, to like China or us or some of these other countries that have or way even more, India. Yeah, way more in you know uh, goods. They really don't, and it, it, essentially they're a minor player compared to everybody else. But they make them out to be this big player because they need to use them as the big bad. If they can use them as the big bad. Um, for whatever they want to do, for whatever gains, it it helps them out. And listen, the average person is not really going to know numbers like that, so they're going to just look at a map and be like, "Man, that's a big country. They got a lot of people," and not really know how the constructs of it's actually. Well, the crazy part too is that it's a huge country, and there's a lot of it that has not even been explored. They have deserts. They have uh, um, like you know Antarctic type weather. They have forests. It's crazy. It's actually pretty interesting if you go on YouTube and kind of look at like the drone footages of going over all these areas that people haven't. Because that's what's cool about technology is we've been able to see like things we Bro, haven't been able to see before. That's where I want to go with Legion of Legends, man, and go really hunt some yeah. really crazy, some cryptids out yeah. there, man. That's, that shit. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's where they're at. man. <laughs> yeah, like, going to be some some yetis out there, bro. <laughs> oh, dude, definitely, man, definitely. Probably some things that we've never even thought of. You know what I mean? Like, because I watch a lot of like uh, like those um, IG channels about like mysteries of the universe and stuff like that. And there's some crazy stuff, man. Like you see some stuff wash up even on the ocean. <laughs> it's nuts, man. And, well, I mean, how long was it? How long was it when people didn't even think that giant squids existed and then, you know, here they were, you know what I mean? So, you know, there, there's so much, I mean, the ocean's just so vast, man. There's so much of it that's undiscovered. We're, we only know a very minute percentage of what goes. Yeah, they the say ocean. like 5%. That's it, man. And when you look at the earth itself, there's so much that's undiscovered, um, you know, like we said last week, above and below. So there's yeah, a lot yeah. that's been undiscovered when it comes to the earth. But yeah, that's my fascination with Russia, man. Not so much all the political stuff, but man, yeah, I know, yeah. know there's some creatures out there that would be oh, just, definitely. oh my God, man, I, I would have a blast. That'd be a good way to die, man. Like how did he die? Well, some Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> some Yeti ripped him in half. <laughs> but I would definitely go back to what you were saying. Uh, circle back. Uh, uh, R.I.P. Uh, Saki. I, I mean, like, not R.I.P. So that she's much. not dead, but I mean, R.I.P. Her character is gone out of the game. I love you know her, I mean? man. She's a ginger. I have to like have a little, <laughs> little place in my little place, a little my, sliver, a little sliver in my in my soulless existence for her soulless existence. You know what I mean? <laughs> but when you were talking about like supply chains and uh, what you sent me earlier in the week, um, uh, from uh, I'm not sure who's uh, was that Eric or somebody sent that to you, like that whole about the diesel yeah. fuel, right? Yeah, it and was it got Eric. me to yeah. think it. 
it got me thinking, okay, that's how they're going to get the supply chain, right? They fuck with the get the fuel. And shout which, out to Eric which, from Uncomfortable Podcast, too, by the way. Definitely. Yeah, we're first. Because sure I thought that was crazy. Yeah. I thought, I thought, and then it made me connect like, oh, yeah, that's how they're going to attack the uh, the supply chain even more. Like they already are. Because not just setting fires and these mysterious uh, uh, food processing plants getting destroyed, not to mention all the laws throughout the years of can't collect rain, can't farm here, can't, you know what I mean? Things that we're not allowed to do. But I think that's how they definitely get it is because all truckers need diesel. <laughs> like diesel fuel is what gets us basically our our chicken to the grocery stores. Well, it's like what we read too. It's tied into the fertilizer as well. So it's not only just the fuel to move it, but it's tied into the fertilizer. So you've got so much invested in fuel. And that's what people don't understand uh, when it comes to why we need fuel. It's not just to get our cars around or you know drop the gas down to $2 a gallon, but it's really – for other things that you're not thinking about, like transportation of food, um, you know, uh, just all these other little things. Speaking of which, I just want to drop this in. I saw this uh, a couple days ago, and I, it it was something I guess I just hadn't really thought about. And we always talk about how that EV is not going to be anything better for the environment, right? Because we know about lithium, and we know that you know it's just it's awful for the environment. It's just as bad, you know. So. What I did even think about was the trucks they use to dig for lithium, how much fuel that they go through to dig up what just the amount of lithium they need for one Tesla car. I didn't even really realize it, they said it takes eight to 12 hours of a truck digging just to get enough lithium for one Tesla car. Like, bro, like, think about what kind of fuel that they're having to use. That's great for the environment. Right. <laughs> and you're also, okay, you're burning the fuel that you say that we don't need to be doing at all to get lithium for a battery that ends up being just as harmful for the environment. So, it, again, man, this has nothing to do with climate change and all that, man. It's just a completely different suppression and control that's all this is about they're going to sell it a certain way but when you actually start digging into it and what's going on it's just so obvious oh yeah i agree with you 100 and i've said that for a long time too because even like with uh when they take down buildings right like i was like why wouldn't if they're so wanting to go green or save the environment why wouldn't these people advocate for like hey like in detroit we have a bunch of abandoned buildings right you should give a tax break to people to be like hey can you re instead of knocking it down revamp it you know what I mean? Use because you're going to use less fuel. Like you said, you're going to use less destruction, but no, they don't care. Now they may pretend they care when they blame it on us. That's one the other thing is. Why is it always on us? Like, Hey, COVID-19 spreading because of you, uh, 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 you know what I mean? And me and, and the, the environment's fucked up because of us, but not because of them traveling to Davos on like on their fucking expensive private jets. It's not like they all uh, commuted together. They all, yeah, they all fucking got them themselves. Air. Well, and, and then John Kerry is like the absolute, you know, POS of all time. And that guy gets up and starts talking about the environment, and all he does is fly private. And what was really funny about him was during, right when COVID hit, and they were all about the mask, like this dude was never seen with one, even on planes with, you know, like public, you know, planes, not private. And he was seen just not wearing one. And, and what's great is, though, none of these people ever tell them to wear one. They don't care about them wearing one. They're above it. Like, somehow that their, their eliteness is above the sickness. 
you know, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, but people don't people don't let that stuff register, man, at all. Like they don't know how to, you know, it's it's like Gavin Newsom, man. Like Jesus Christ, that dude was doing the complete opposite of what he was telling everybody to do for how long, and just somehow people it's it's a it's it's some sort of brainwashing man it goes on to where i guess there's just some people that can see what's going on and other people just can't uh to me it's easy it's very simple to see but for some people uh it's just mind-blowing man i i you know i even talked to uh one of my friends this past week every now and then i'll throw him a couple things out there because he's just not He's not down with this life at all. You know what I mean? He's super left and everything straight up and down in the media tells the truth. And uh, every now and then I'll throw stuff out there to him and, and just to see what he'll say, you know, about all these uh, mass shootings and stuff. I mean, he at least admitted to the fact that it just seemed a little odd that, I don't know, there's been three or four in the past two weeks, that a little odd. But, you know, and, and he did, I'll say this, he's a very, very intelligent guy. And one thing he did say that made a little bit of sense too, and I'm going to give Tony Merkel a little shout out too, because he kind of went down the same uh, path to me the other day as well that I hadn't really registered. Because, you know, my mind, when I see something happening, I'm instant psyop, false flag. I'm going ape shit. So, like, that's just how my mind works. But one thing that uh, Tony brought up was uh, mass formation psychosis, like how that you can. So, basically, Everything they're sending out to you through the media is brainwashing you. So when they start throwing out certain trigger words, it triggers those type of people to flip out. So not only and I, I kind of now I'm in this like zone of because I'm like you, right? Like we we like to sit back and look at things for a few weeks and really start. You know, we may throw some ideas out, but I'm never settled on anything. And one of the things I really got clear was, and even talking to my buddy who's real left, but he kind of made a point too about how that. Yeah, he thinks that at least the media um, is definitely pr- definitely moving a certain way. Because he's a big gun owner, so he's a leftist, but he's a big-time gun owner, and he's ex-military. So one thing is he's pro-guns. So that, that's the one thing I can always get we can side on. But he made a good point, and in line with what Tony said was uh, he thinks that, you know, crazy just beget, begets more crazy, right? So a lot of times these guys are already loons, and they see something else happen, and then they want to— one up it so it becomes like a one-upsmanship but i also think there's the false flags and the psyops and the mk ultras that's that's brought in with it so you don't know what's going on so it's a combination i'm in that realm right now where i feel like that there's a combination of the two where where it's just pure chaos they want to create right and for guys like you and me like we're, you know, where do we begin trying to figure it out? Because we think we're down one rabbit hole. And we got like an eye on it, but boom, here comes this chaos over here. And then you got to like, okay, yeah, yeah, MK Ultra, false flag sides, yeah, for sure. But there's also this unknown factor of straight chaos where, yeah, these guys are just running up in places and pulling out ARs and all that. Yeah, and shit. I think the whole lockdown, uh, the whole lockdown really got that into, like like everybody was saying, the mass psychosis formation. And there's different sections of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it definitely got people riled up. That's why we saw the BLM, all that stuff. It was because you locked people up in, in, in you know, for two months uh, uh, in their houses. But I will say, dang, man, the light's flickering and everything, man. Shouldn't have talked about those I blackouts. I saw that, man. Hey, they're coming, man. They're coming. <laughs> they're coming. But I was going to say, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, with this shooting, with the UVAT, uh, the, the the Texas shooting, I can't, mm-hmm. I can never say that name. I butcher it. It Just like everything, you will see 
that now the story's changing. Now all of a sudden, the uh, we found out that the uh, what's his name the um, the border patrol agent didn't run inside. He didn't shoot and kill the guy. Uh, there's if you guys, I would definitely suggest go check out his interview on Today Show. He so he didn't even do that. He ended up going and trying to save his daughter. Uh, that's one thing. I've started coming up with a couple of the podcasts I listen to. Shout out to um, a propaganda report. Uh, they kind of got me down this path, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Now. Put aside the MK Ultra, why it happened, mm-hmm. but they're using this right now. That particular instance is being used, whether they they were involved in it or it just happens that they're jumping on board, is for the media to gain the trust of the public again. Because if you look at CNN, they're going and they're trying to do the hard reporting, and they're like, "Hey, we're trying to get the," and they went after all the local officials. They are destroying all the local officials and saying local officials ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like, look how horrible they are. But they're praising the federal officials. And if you watch some of these, like uh, left and even the right, you can see they're support like trying to play the side up of gaining the trust of the mm-hmm. public just like davos with all these reporters in like not all the reporters but all the those companies were at davos you know had a representation right. there and they heard the message loud and clear of we need the public's trust again so that's why i think we're going to see a lot more events like this and we're going to see real journalism like quote unquote you know what i mean real yeah, journalism sure, where they're, well, they're going to be like with uh fox news right because fox news definitely is controlled opposition so you know i love how every time davos cranks up like fox gets really going because you know they're never invited but that's by design right like they, they know why they're not invited the people that run fox are <laughs> have a lot of stake in a lot of what's going on too so uh it but they have to have that controlled opposition because they need a place that they can funnel the people that question what's going on and they need to make everybody that questions what's going on a crazy right winger like you have to look that way right like you got to be this like loon that like you know thinks that you know trump was cheated and and you well know, that well trump the thing is too is if if you're starting to see fox news too they're doing so they had somebody on earlier uh i was listening to this the other day <coughs> excuse me they had somebody on uh a representative i think a senator i can't remember his name uh, I think Missouri, I think it was Brooks. I'm not sure. It was a Republican senator or, or House mm-hmm. representative. And they were talking about the election and he was like advocating for it to be installed. And what I noticed that Fox was pushing the narrative because they were not like, no, no, they, they, you know, they said everything was fine in the election. So I was like, what are they doing? And then as he was saying more about the election being installed, she goes, well, are you going to talk to the January 6th committee? So I was like, ah, they're trying to link those two up. So they're those are that's going to be another branch of the domestic the domestic terrorist tree where they're like oh you think the re- election wasn't fair oh you you think January sixth wasn't that bad boom you're on the domestic terrorist tree and it's going to be more than you know just the right the left is going to be there too they have their left wing people too the people like uh, Jimmy Dore and his crowd where they're like where they're screaming fuck AOC like they're not saying that you know I'm paraphrasing right <laughs> or or I like how they call them on uh, New World Today. What do they call her? AOCIA. <laughs> that's a good one. I love that one. But that's pretty much what they're doing. You know what I mean? They are trying to 
To me, right now, they're going all these crazy things going on is to pin this domestic terrorist uh, ID, paint that to the public and be like, that's what a domestic terrorist looks like. So that people feel like the same thing they did with like terrorism. You know what I mean? How many years did we see all these movies? Yeah, it wasn't uh, Middle Eastern people right away, but this is what a terrorist does. Uh, they hijack a plane. They do this. And, and it slowly gets you programmed to like, oh, yeah, that's what it is, man. That's a domestic terrorist. And we don't want them to have guns, which people would never realize that hey, if they take it from me the right they're taking the right from oh, you that's yeah, what they don't for see sure, man for sure i mean that's just i mean that's the game but that's kind of what fox does man because they they like to funnel things a certain way they need mm-hmm. to paint a picture of what that side is right the right is they got it they got it you know it's so funny man I, people that i know personally that will go down the rabbit hole with me for a lot of stuff and then it's like they're so bought in with Fox News. They're so bought in with Trump. They they can't yeah. see anything outside of it. Um, you know, I try to. I try. It's the same thing with the left, man. I try to talk to yeah. them the best I can. At least they're a little more receptive. But it's like they only go so far, and they're just as bad. It depends it, on the it, subject, like you said. It really, it does, depends on man. the subject. It's t- it's tough, man. It's tough to it's tough to try to get through to people. But I I've gotten over that fact. And if I can just plant the seeds, man, and just hope they grow. Uh, fighting, fighting with either side's not no good. Like it's not, it's not gonna get us anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I talk about that all the time, and we'll continue to talk about it. Um, but yeah, so no, I I agree with you, man. It's definitely, it's definitely a, a move to start making people that think a certain way domestic terrorists. I mean, that's that's the 100%. slow progression. That's where we're going. And now, and now back to real news. So let's go back to Davos. You know what I mean? Here's a, a Alibaba Group President J. Michaels Evans, and he's talking. This is a little 24-second clip. Uh, individual carbon foot tracker. We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working. So uh, what everybody needs to know, we've talked about it briefly on past episodes, but not too much. But it's your ESG score. And that's what's going to be something that's going to be a new thing than your environmental score. Right. Like uh, companies are they're already doing that with companies. Uh it's crazy because some of the stuff that they do Most with you're like, hey, how do they are on it already? Like they just yeah, got into already. it in the past year or two. Uh, I know my parents uh, actually backed out of a lot or one of the really? big national banks they were in. Oh, yeah, because they found out that they were doing ESG already. So a lot of them are doing it. and They're not telling you. So I can say for now, um, federal credit unions are pretty OK. Like none of them are doing ESG right now. That's probably your best route. Uh, but any of your, you know, national or global banks, man, they're already doing it. And this is just the precursor to social credit system. This is all the same Definitely. thing. It's 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 all in the same vein. It's all going to be connected. And that stands for environmental, social and governance. You know what I mean? So basically what they're going to be doing is they're going to be looking at your, OK, like your carbon footprint. Also, 
let me check uh, what you're doing. It's com- combining the social credit score with the environmental score, mm-hmm. where you're now like, oh, were you saying a negative thing about the LGBT community online, or were you questioning the shooter, uh, the validity validity of what the legacy media said? Boom, score goes down, and now. See, you might think like, oh, fuck, it's not going to affect me. But like you said, it is going to affect a lot of us because since all these banks are all in on it, they're going to do what they got. They can't have you. They can't even let you have a bank account in there anymore because, hey, man, your score is too low. We can't. It's negatively affecting us now. Yeah. It'll also stop you from getting loans. Like, say you want to get a house, um, you want to get a car, uh, all these things that you're not really thinking about. All these banks are already moving towards ESG. If they don't already have it, they're moving towards it. And it's it's very easy. You can even get on Google. They're not hiding it. You can mm-hmm. find out who's running ESG or is moving towards ESG. I would for sure try to move to a bank that's not doing it. Try to get off the national scope as far as, you know, your your big banks. Uh definitely get off definitely. of that. Uh Catherine Fitz is a is a great great mind when it comes to the banking system uh she's got a great web- website that she runs herself and she breaks down a lot when it comes to banking she used to be part of the global banking and got out and she's able to really speak from that perspective so i've picked up a lot of good stuff from her uh, i know my mom loves her man so like she yeah. sends me stuff from her all the time and it's but it's very factual and esg is is the next wave but that's going to be tied into crypto too so everything's going to tie in together uh, and they're moving quick, guys. You don't think they are, but you're just relaxing and you don't even realize that ESG has already been integrated throughout our social economic system already. Mm-hmm. It's already ready to go. They're just ready to pull the lever. And I think that to, to kind of tie it into people when you're talking about these things like the war in Ukraine or talking about um, the carbon footprint or any of these things. To break it down to people that like maybe uh, if you're trying to get people to understand and you got to also know that sometimes people will never want to see eye to eye with you. But what I like to do is I like to spin it to them and tell them like, why is it our fault? It's not like like we were saying earlier, it's not the guys that have like all these jets that are flying into one place in Switzerland, like giving us M-trails. like all over. You know what I mean? They're killing us with all that. But it's our fault. Right. Everything's always our fault. Oh, uh, man, because you got. That is what you got to like push. I think we need to go back to the, hey, it's them versus us. No more of these parties, whatever you are in the globe. It's not about any party. It's about the people versus the 1%. And if we could kind of, we got to keep chipping away at that because these ESG scores are going to be fine for great people. Like now Pfizer is teaming up with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, right? And they would have a negative ESG score with some of the things they've done, right? But- now they got the good old Billing uh, uh, Melinda Gates Foundation to lift their ESG scores. So they, you know, I think that's what uh, the Gates Foundation is going to be doing. Is they're going to be helping out companies that have poor ESG scores, like Pfizer and other companies that like are doing wrong things, but make it go. Here's a little clip. We are living in a time where science is increasingly demonstrating the ability to take on the world's most devastating diseases. Unfortunately. There exists a tremendous health equity gap in our world that determines which of us can use these innovations and which of us cannot. With all we have learned and accomplished over the past two years, the time is now to begin closing this gap even more. In this spirit, Pfizer is excited and proud to launch an accord for a healthier world. 
through this groundbreaking initiative, Pfizer will provide all its patented medicines and vaccines. I'm going to stop it right there. Did you hear what he said? Pfizer with all their patented vaccines. And I'll remind everybody that the COVID vaccine is not patented by Pfizer. It's patented by BioNTech. It's patented medicines and vaccines that are available in the U.S. or in the European Union on a non-for-profit basis to 1.2 billion people living in 45 lower-income countries. I am also pleased to, ins- to announce that we will continue to work with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation on the development of new vaccines and treatments for diseases that disproportionately impact people in low-income countries. Uh, so we're pleased to be working with Pfizer and we're talking to the entire pharmaceutical industry about uh, these kinds of initiatives and how we can uh, broaden them as part of the whole ESG effort. Boom! There it is. <laughs> that's how they got you, and that's why right at the end too. That ESG, right at the end, they always do too. Exactly. It's a real slick way of doing it because a lot of people don't know what ESG is, so they don't no. have a clue about it. And just the fact that Pfizer and and the Gates Foundation is linking up, you know, it's just. Man, I I don't even know what to say anymore. It's just, and that's why I wanted to highlight what they were saying as far as like he's saying, oh, we're trying to give it for free. And then I'm not going to show that. I have a couple more clips of it, and you could check it out in the show notes. I'm not going to play them, but they talk about that more about the ESG effort, and they talked about like, man, we're trying to give it away free. It's that people won't take it. You know, we're trying our best, and 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 that's why they slid in that we're giving it away free. All of our patented. And there's a lot of stuff they don't have patents on. They may produce it, but they don't have the patent. So, like, that's that's just garbage. Like, those are the key words I think people need to take out of a lot of the stuff. They they, they don't see where this is going. And uh, um, I'm not going to play this clip either, but I'm going to just want to discuss it. When Schwab and Borla uh, uh, for Pfizer, they were talking, and we talked a little bit about it last week. But yeah. they were basically just saying, like, oh, you know, we it's not our fault. It's these anti-vaxxers. We want to just do good stuff. We're here. And that is a message you heard quite a bit yeah, uh, at that meeting where everybody's just like, we're here to help you. And that's what the main thing initiative on the first day was talking about getting the trust of the public again. These pictures they showed up of me <laughs> getting locked up. I don't know how they just keep finding it. It's fake. It's photoshopped, and I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> yeah. first off, like, I remember when all that stuff was happening. Man, they were shutting that any talk about either of them getting locked up. But there was legit pictures. There was le- legitimate photographs of at least, you know. Uh, government officials and and police showing up at their locations uh, where they lived. So that that was for sure. You know, I don't know if we ever saw them getting escorted out, but uh, we we knew of it. And again, man, guys with that kind of power, puppets with that kind of power, you're not really going to see it. And if word leaks out about it, you're not really going to know about it if they want to keep it hush-hush. Sure. So, you know, it, it, if they did, it was something that somebody that wasn't paid off went off the rails and there was just enough. You know, we don't know what, what they were pulled in for, man. It could have been a number of things. Could be nothing. Or just a shakedown. To- because when you down. see like on the media like uh, uh they say this a lot like so when you see like oh wow the media is talking a little bit negative about pfizer what you got to think is like pfizer must have not paid 
You know what I mean? Pfizer, right. they're they're just letting you know, like, hey, we didn't get that check, didn't clear, or we want a little bit more. So, you know, we can make you look bad too. And I think that's the game all these people play because I do think it's not just like one guy that's pulling the strings. It's a bunch of people that are trying to get to the top of the mountain. So well, there is shady too. stuff. Yeah, there's too. tons of infighting. Uh, a, a really good way that it was described to me a couple, a few years back was how that in the hip-hop game, there's beefs um, in the hip-hop game. So you got some of these guys that quote-unquote sold their souls, but they still want to be top dog. They still want to be you know the best so they they there's infighting they 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 get into it too it's you know maybe there's some guys above them that you know reel them back in from time to time because they're only going to do what's best for business so beef beef tends to be good for business when it starts uh at least it's entertaining enough for the masses to get sucked into it but yeah that's that's part of it that's the best way i can describe it is like a hip-hop hip-hop beef really when you're looking at the way that people squabble whether it's the media squabbling with the elites or the elites squabbling with the other elites you know they're not good people so a lot of times they don't even like each other but they're willing to work with each other to get to their end game and that's what you always got to know there's always that little bit of volatility that's behind the scenes too they're not they don't have it all together either let's just put Mm -mm. that out there definitely and then this is another little scary like uh not scary but just to give you an insight of like how these people think and how they talk. This is Australian e-safety commissioner, Julie Grant. And she tells the world economic forum, we need a recalibration of freedom. We are finding ourselves in a place um, where we're, we have increasing polarization everywhere and everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be. So I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights that are playing out online, you know, from freedom of speech to the freedom to, you know, to be free from online violence or the uh, right of data protection to the right to child dignity. What is this bullshit? Freedom of she speech. Even say speech. Free, free, speech. 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 Freedom of speech. 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 I know that was just the same thing. I said. Oh, that was the one I first heard. That speech. Yeah, that, right. Speech. Yeah, like, geez, learn how to talk before if you're gonna, if you want. <laughs> but that's what was, they want, though. There was two things I took away from that. The one is the consistent way they always try to break down binary and everything's non-binary, no matter what mm-hmm. it is, right? Like nothing's binary. Like it's all non-binary. It's never figure it out. Uh, the other part was they make it sound pretty okay because what they do is they, they slid in the freedom of speech and then yeah. they followed <laughs> it up with, well, we're going to try to stop this kind of uh you know like the anti-bullying the 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 people getting attacked online and, and you know the bad things that happen so what they do is they 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 slide in that speech and then they come in with that back end piece of mm-hmm. oh that does sound kind of good but then you miss that part where they were like well we want to take away your freedom of speech we, we want to take away your right they, to say what you yeah. feel and they try to make it sound like it, like you said, like they try to make it sound like it's a good thing. Like, hey, you don't want people bullying or hurting people or they, they talked a lot more. You'll see some of these clips. Anybody that checks out the uh, the notes, you'll see some of the clips where they even talk about like stopping online violence. Like they really want to push. They've been doing mm-hmm. it for the last four or five years of that words are violence. Uh, there's even a big where they have, um, I think it's on YouTube. It's called like shared the shared future, uh, the creation of the metaverse. And they were even talking on there where they're saying, hey. 
there's going to be instances where, you know, there's terrorists. We're going to need like policing. We're going to, you know, this is going to, we're going to need passports. Like they're trying to make it a real as possible. And, you know, a lot of people talk about, and I've said this for a while and I'm kind of getting more of the feeling of it. A lot of people think we're in the matrix and I think they're trying to put us in the matrix. I don't Mm -hmm. think we're there yet. I think that they're trying to put us in there. And I think they like to let it float out there. We're in the matrix. So we kind of like, don't like we kind of look away from what they're trying to do but look at it they're trying to plug us up literally almost think, similar uh, to what we've seen w- whenever i say that we're in the matrix i use it as a metaphor i don't think we're literally sure. in the matrix i think people that think we're in the matrix are really like you're gone at this point like you, you you're too far down it because then you just gave the power to them by saying that we're in the matrix you you gave them the power you took god out of the equation you took Definitely. hell you took satan out of the equation you took anything out of the equation by saying that so i i I get the metaphorical side of it and i agree with you they do want to put us in the matrix i mean look look, man this what two three days ago that they've uh, uh the metaverse has already created technology that you can feel the kisses and the touches of another human being in the metaverse and you can drink from a water fountain and it feels like you're drinking water you could drink tea you could drink coffee and you could smoke cigarettes and it's and it taste and even, it feels like you're smoking a cigarette in the metaverse but let's go to the next level because there's even they did a study i'm gonna have to uh, dig this up i forgot to send this to you uh, i was listening to it the other day not only can you do cigarettes and drink all that they have a simulation of suffocation <laughs> where you're suffocating also another one where a spider bites you and you can feel the venom and then like it's funny because i i was telling my mom about that and then she was like well you always say they want to see bugs and i was like yeah that's probably what it is <laughs> not only that you've already gotten people getting uh sexually assaulted in the metal metaverse did you hear about the chick that gets so yeah so she basically goes in this room gets lured into this room with these two guys it gets gangbanged for lack of better word it gets gangbanged by these two dudes and it's like freaking out and i'm like why don't you take the headset off like this is what it's turning into where this is going to be reality for people and it and that that in and of itself is just mind-blowing to me because i'm like first off if something like that's happening you're gonna do whatever you can to get away from it okay so you're not gonna just stay in there unless unless you're you're trapped in there somehow like you know was she trapped like then you got to start asking other questions you know i'm not saying you know i i think sexual assault on any level is bad but sure we're talking about a virtual world a metaverse where something like this is happening like how did she get lured there one okay there's so many questions i have to ask about this but just the fact this is even an article that someone got they got gang banged in a in the metaverse is man this is where we're going right now this is where well that's what they want to do and if you hear that uh that that panel at davos where they were talking about building the metaverse that's what they spoke about they were speaking about like you know crimes they want it to be so real and their sense it's going to be real and you know they're they're obviously no it's not there yet but they're like hey we got this technology that we can you know you can you will really feel they're like if you send a text, which if you do send a threatening text, it is already called a domestic uh, a terrorist threat. You know what I mean? Wow. But now they're trying to create new laws, right? Yeah, because I got I knew a guy that was in jail. He he did uh, sixteen months for telling his boss his boss wasn't going to pay him or so. It was some discrepancy. And he goes, man, I'm gonna fuck you up. 
that he brought that to the cops. He, he did 60 months in prison uh, uh, for a terrorist threat. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to scare people. That's why you're hearing these stories about not just like, oh, look, it's realistic kissing. Oh, it's realistic this. Also, there's sexual assault on the metaverse so that people could be nudged and they're another way to take your freedoms because they know like, well, we can't just have the uh, metaverse be like the original internet because when the internet first came out, it was the wild, wild west, man. People were saying whatever the fuck they want, doing whatever the fuck they want and they don't want that and they were talking about basically policing uh, uh, the metaverse and I think that well, let me ask you is this, what they're though. trying to do. So what about the flip side of it, right? What what about the side of the metaverse that becomes you know, for the depraved where you can let release those hidden desires, do those things that you can't do in the real world, you know, murder uh, you know fucking Westworld <laughs> yeah bro, I know, yeah, straight up Westworld, like exactly like Westworld, yeah. like just a whole different level of like you could do whatever you want, so I, I'm assuming that there's going to be something like that that's created as well for, or it's probably already created honestly, man, sure, people sure. Do, man these uh, there's digital yeah, there's digital banks though like there's digital banks uh, in the metaverse already people own mm-hmm. property in the digital uh, like it's crazy the metaverse and the metaverse is just one thing this it's not the metaverse is just the company right but di- basically it's this digital uh landscape of where there's people buying property right now tons of property so mm-hmm. it's obviously an investment that people are like really heavy on and it, it's something that like we gotta resist man we gotta resist as much as possible um, before, like, I was going to do one more clip, but, uh, the last clip I'm going to do is I'm going to do, get into, you, uh, uh, Yuval, man, uh, oh, Hari, but I wanted to talk a little bit about this. Um, what's <laughs> Davos elites warn painful global transition. They were talking about how nation states shouldn't resist the globalization pretty much. And that it shouldn't be America first or Australia first or, mm-hmm. or, uh, Sri Lanka first, uh, shout out to Sri Lanka over there, man. They're going through a lot of shit, man. They got like food shortages. They've been there. going through it, man. Yeah, but it's really bad right now. Like, And then people were like, I got into arguments online because people were like, oh, you're saying that this would happen here if they took our guns. That's a typical American thing. I'm like, look, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it. it, it, why do we want a monopoly uh, of the government to have all the guns, right? Like you're you're saying if thinking that that they should only have guns is saying that you think that they make the best decisions all the time. And no matter what side you're on, you know that's bullshit. Here's the here's the one that I really really hate hearing is when you make that when you when, when you make when you make that uh, a comment of well yeah the Second Amendment was created for us to have protection in case the government went against the will of the people right that's what it was there for so the the funny the the one that I always hear is well you ain't gonna be able to stop if they come through with their tanks and they come through with their their missiles and they they, they, they. you're you're damn right <laughs> I won't be able to stop a trained military regime coming at me with all these weapons but what it does it allows me an opportunity for one and two if there's enough of us that push back you know we're we're still more than them you know what i mean like at the end of the day if yeah, something well, bad was to happen in the us and it ended up being you know something like we've seen in the past in other countries it gives us a, a an opportunity to protect ourselves and that's the difference it's it, what you just said Sean was you know it, well, 
what you just said. Like what you just said was, uh, we need these weapons to to protect ourselves because you know we can't just say that they deserve all of it because then what? They're they're the gods. We we just bow down and worship them because. It, that's what we're admitting to at this point that, you know what, we don't want free will. We don't deserve to think for ourselves. You guys can think for us. Basically, and not just that, like I know these, this has been a comment that's been made tons of times. Afghanistan took out one of the biggest militaries. The Viet, the Vietnamese took us out and we had a better military. Not to mention guerrilla warfare. Do you understand that? Like, yeah, a tank right in front of me, but if I figure out where these facilities, uh, I probably should go too far, but you know what? If I fight guerrilla warfare, if I figure out where the facilities are at and we have uh, enough people, like you said, <laughs> Just trust yeah, me, we could take these vehicles out before they even get into them. You're already on that <laughs> metaverse hit list. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you, definitely. You try to put those goggles on, man. You're eliminated like within six. Oh, yeah, instant. Sometimes I'm not even going to lie, man. I'd be like, when I have pains and stuff, I'm thinking like, man, because you know they have all those direct energy weapons and stuff. I'm like, man, maybe I'm having... I think they're scrambling me a little bit. They're trying to like... Because I think we're, me and you are the dangerous people. It's not dangerous if you're going for Trump. It's not dangerous if you're going for Biden. It's not dangerous oh. if you're going... If it's dangerous that we want to unite people and let people know that, hey, at the end of the day, they're coming for us, man. And they're not even just coming for your job. They're not coming for your guns. They're coming for your brain. They want, they don't think humans are humans. Uh, that's what we'll get into. Yuval Noah Harari. Uh, he is, uh, an is, uh, Israeli public intelligent historian and professor in the Department of History at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem. And I'm going to just show you a clip, the full interview is uh uh up on the show notes it's like a 40 minute interview this is just a two minute clip just to kind of get you and there's tons the more you look on this guy i i i think it's part of the so reason much. why i got nuked because i started really pushing a lot of his shit on there and i think that's what got me nuked because you got to understand he is in the ear of klaus schwab yeah and what they don't want you to do is to get his interviews out there like that you know we talked about this last Definitely. week how they need to be able to tell you what they're doing to you and, and you to accept it but they really don't want you hearing it and taking in the information so that's why you were putting up a lot of his stuff and they were getting pissed off about it yeah um i put up a few things with him i try to keep it you know just here and there you know because he's got some i mean he's got some long long dissertations where he breaks down so many different aspects and when you listen to this guy talk man you're just like man this is this is legit like definition of mad scientist this guy right here definitely man, he is straight up uh mr robotnik from sonic like this guy is just the next level and like you said he is uh he is like the brains or like the at least the mad scientist that's behind klaus schwab like they're they're 100 two peas in the same pod man just klaus isn't as is uh uh intelligent in the spectrum that Yuval is he's just a whole different arena man this dude lives like in a literally I, I think he's just like it's almost like he's connected to the matrix 24 7 definitely and and the thing too is that this interview that i'm gonna show you a clip of this is from like 2007 so this shows you that this is not some new ideas they have been chipping away at this and now the technology is getting more and more but this is what they think of humans the biggest question in, in maybe in economics and politics of the coming decades will be what to do with all these useless people. The problem is more uh, boredom and how, what to do with them and how will they find some sense of meaning in life 
when they are basically meaningless, worthless. My best guess at present is a combination of drugs and computer games as a solution for more. It's already happening. Uh, in, 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 in under different titles, different headings, you see more and more people spending more and more time or uh, uh, solving their inner problems with uh, uh, drugs and computer games, both legal drugs and illegal drugs. You look at Japan today, and Japan is maybe 20 years ahead of the world in, in everything, and you see all these new social phenomenon of, of people having relationships with virtual, uh, virtual spouses. And you have people who never leave the house and, and just live through computers. I think once you're superfluous, you don't have power. Uh, again, we're used to the age of the masses of the 19th and 20th century, where you, all, where you, where you saw all these successful uh, massive uprisings, revolutions, revolts. So we, we, got, we are used to thinking about the masses as powerful. But this is basically a 19th century, a 20th century phenomenon. I don't think that the masses, even if they, they somehow organize themselves, uh, stand much of a chance. We are not in, in, in Russia of 1917 or in, uh, uh, or in 19th century Europe. What we are talking about now is like a second industrial revolution, but the product this time will not be textiles or machines or vehicles or even weapons. The product this time will be humans themselves. We are basically learning to produce bodies and minds. Bodies and minds are going to be, the, I think, the two main products of the next wave of all these uh, uh, changes, that is, 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 is optional. Uh, again, uh, and if you think about it from the viewpoint of the poor, it looks terrible. Listen, you son of a bitch. <laughs> was, he's, he's probably, like, to me, like, it's one of the worst to listen to just because, like, uh, not the worst, but just to, it's actually really good to see if you want to get an uh, insight because their insight is crazy. Like, he really thinks, like, listen to what he was saying. He said that, we should be on more video games, more drugs. And what has been the last 10, 15 years of after he said that? It has happened. Well, he wants you stuck in your house. I mean, he said it right there. Definitely. But he also said that the new currency, if you listen to him, was going to be basically warm bodies. And they're going to facilitate that. So when you really break that part of it down, too, I mean, I really start thinking of the book Brave New World, where they were just creating um, a caste system in the test tubes and whatever they were mixing in these test tubes and how the test tubes were rotated daily and spun and all that created this caste system of entities that were just bodies. And if you ever know anything about any of these bodies, they, they weren't allowed to have uh, babies at all. Sex was in promiscuous and promiscuity was encouraged. So they just had multiple partners. The more partners you had, the better. Um, because that was part of your liberation or your entertainment that they gave you. But everything was a caste system. You had like your low, low tiers that couldn't really think at all, but they did all a lot more manual. And as you went up in the caste system, you know, less manual labor, um, but, but more of your, uh, intellectual type jobs. So it just lets me think about that book a lot when I listen to a lot of what they're saying now, because that just, it makes me think of everything about that book because it's just what he said right there that the currency is going to be people, which is mm -hmm. just, man, when you think about the way that they look at us, we're just cattle, we're just sheep, we're just we're just something they can play with. We're that's just why, data. Well, and that's why when you start looking at 
you know, 8 million children that go missing a year and you know they're involved with some portion of it for sure. And this, this is a whole different conversation for another day, but that's why that they don't really look at it like we do. Whereas we look at it as a shot against creation, a shot against God, uh, you know, an attack on humanity. They don't look at us as people. So their whole goal is transhumanism and to become godlike, to find the God particle and connect with that and become gods themselves or they're greater than God. So they don't look at us the same way. In their minds, we're just they're just, you know, they're just meat sacks. Like we're just meat sacks that they sure. can do whatever they want to with. When you start looking at it that way, you can kind of, you know, I don't mean this in a good way, but you can kind of start understanding why they think about us the way they do. And honestly, man, we don't help ourselves out either. We fall for all the traps. We do all the stupid shit that they lay out for us. We get sucked into all the stupid entertainment they lay out for us. It's it's tough for me to even back our side of it sometimes because I'm like, well, we're just... Doing what they say we're doing. I mean, why wouldn't they look at us this way? Well, and then there's even other clips of him, like uh, more more recent clips, where he's talking about like, yeah, you know, it used to be like the the uh, death was the ultimate, you know, like, hey, that equalizer, right? That, hey, you're, you're poor and I'm rich, but hey, we're all going to die. And now he's saying it's, you know, like you said, they're trying to make it go- like they're godlike. I don't think personally that they're there yet. I think they think they're a lot farther than they are, but the problem is not where they're at. It's the mindset mm-hmm. of what they want to do and, and how they're going to get it. Because they're going to kill a lot of people trying to figure out these little uh, gadgets and gizmos. And they'll eventually figure it out, but there's going to be a lot of deaths. And, and And like you said, just to see how they actually think of us. Like, uh, on the level of that, that we're insignificant, that we are just data points, you know, that can, uh, you know, consumers that can keep the market going. That's all literally a lot of these people think about us. Yeah, no, it's Hunger Games for sure. It's funny. They're actually coming out with the prequel series to that now. Are they really? Yeah, they are. I saw I that. The other day. I, I liked it. I read all the books. Yeah, I, I'm like, I was man, in jail. It so. just seems like it's, <laughs> I'm really curious, though. To what this prequel series is going to be about, because this is going to be about, I, I'm assuming how that the districts yeah. happened and how everything went down. And if that's the case, and I'm sure they're just going to be mirroring a lot of stuff that's going on right now. So I'm curious to watch stuff like that, because I know a lot of times that there's truth in entertainment and they give us a lot of truth in entertainment. That's kind of, you know, it's a laugh mm-hmm. for them. And it's also a way of, again, getting the truth out there in a certain way so and because i think they need that acceptance i really think that it's like a universal law like if we if they don't tell us then i think they can't do it that's how i really feel like I larry feel johnson's like big on to that say he it. says that a lot you and i told have talked about that and you and mm-hmm. i don't follow him he talks about how they have to put it out in space uh they have, have to, to uh at least by their own rules and their own definitely you know, th- their own uh, laws and rules that they've put out there. They have to do that. So I want to get one last clip before we go second half of show. And I thought mm-hmm. this would be the best one. And don't forget to check out, you know, all the notes on uh, Telegram at Kill the Mockingbirds. Uh, we do show notes. There's plenty of articles and clips that are not included because we can only fit so much into right. a couple hours, you know. Uh, but I wanted to really touch on this one because I thought it's important because, you know, a lot of people are champion Elon. And I wanted to show this uh Elon clip where he's like praising e-chat, uh, WeChat, which is a, a Chinese like um, uh, social media. 
For those that have used WeChat, I think that's WeChat's actually a good model. Um, if you're in China, it's basically you, you kind of live on WeChat. It does everything. Um, it's sort of like Twitter plus PayPal plus a whole bunch of other things and all roll into one with actually a great interface. And it's, it's really an excellent app. And we don't have anything like that um, outside of China. So uh, I think it, such, a, such an app um, would be really uh, useful. Um, and it, just like the utility of, of it, uh, of, of, of sort of a, a spam-free thing where you, could, you can make comments, you can post videos, you can, uh, you know, I think it's important for content creators to have a revenue share. Um, now, now this, this does not need to be done on Twitter. It could be done from something that's created from scratch. So it, it could be something new. Um, so really, but, but I think this thing needs to exist, whether it is uh, converting Twitter to uh, be the, the sort of like kind of all-encompassing app that, that, like I said, everything from Digital Town Square where important ideas are debated, uh, you know, maximally trusted and inclusive, and at a point where you you sort of have a high trust situation, then then payments, uh, uh, whether it's uh, crypto or fiat, uh, can, can make a lot of sense. Just we just want something that's incredibly useful and that people love using. Um, so, that, 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 but it, it's it's either convert Twitter to that or start something new. Those are the two. But it, it does need to happen somehow. So basically, what that is is centralizing power. The same thing they want to do with governments and all the resources of the world. And he wants to make a big, uh, what WeChat is, is pretty much like all the social media is put together. We don't want that. We want things decentralized. And that's just another uh, uh, feather in our cap of saying, hey, sorry, but we told you so that Elon's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but back to that, you just said it, de- decentralization. But let's not forget that they are playing into the decentralization part of it by by acting like they're helping us with that with web3 sure. and some of these other aspects of what's going on online they're acting like they're giving us this decentralization when actually they're just making it easier for them to track us easier for them to bottleneck us into certain places that we can't get out of and then they can say like you said hey you're a domestic terrorist uh, we caught you saying this we caught you saying that Hey, you and uh, you and Sean Chris are doing this podcast, and uh, we heard you guys <laughs> talking about Klaus Schwabi a certain way, bud. Well, <laughs> we're gonna put you down under the Denver airport with the rest of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, or like how we, me and my buddy, for a long time, I won't call him. I call him Elon, Elon Musk, because I don't want to say his real Elon, Elon, Elon. So. Since we're going to say that, let's uh, remind you that uh, check us out on all the, you know, Apple, Spotify. But I would suggest get rid of your Apple, get rid of Spotify, go to a podcasting 2.0 overcast. There's plenty of them. Go to uh, podcasting 2.0.com. Uh, you can find an app today and you can find Kill the Mocking Burns on there. Also, you can find us on the Patriot Podcast Network on Roku. That's, uh, you know, they won't take us down there because we got we know the guy uh, that set it up. So go to these alternatives because I think eventually apple and spotify these big boys will take people like us down yeah for sure i mean if you want to hang out with us at spotify and apple hey we're all about it we'll be here until they kick us off so and maybe you're here with us till they kick us off and you roll with us the next spot but we're not going to stop and we're going to keep popping off saying how we feel about things uh it's what we're here to do it's what i feel led to do um you know not only in podcasting but music and documentaries and everything else that i do in life it's really just to shed light on truth 
and whatever that is whether it's exposing that bigfoot exists or it's exposing what these elites are doing uh and just making art in the same aspect of talking about that that that's what we're here to do you know you know Sean's a great artist as well. You know, we're here to create, whether it's on Kill the Mockingbirds or whatever else it is we do. Uh, and we can't do it without your support either. You know, the more you share, the more you help us get out in space and say, you know what, hey, these dudes are dope. I want you to check them out. You know, just, you know, what's two seconds, you know, to, to share something these days? It's nothing. You know, you've got your tracking device in your hand that you can yep. <laughs> send stuff out with. We all do. So send something out, you know, let people know uh, who's out here speaking truth. Because I'm going to tell you one thing. We're, we don't lean one way or the other. If we see deficiency somewhere, we're going to call it out. And maybe you get your panties in a bunch one day and maybe it doesn't. You know, maybe you find your, your, yourself on one side of the, the, the rifling squad and maybe maybe not the next week. But that's what, that's what we're here to do, though. We're here to talk about truth. And we don't have all the truth, but we're here to seek it out. And in doing that, we're going to ruffle feathers. That's, that's part of the process. If you're not getting your feathers ruffled, if I'm not getting my feathers ruffled, then I'm not growing and evolving. I feel like that's how you got to grow and evolve. You got to get uncomfortable. You got you to gotta get stressed out a little bit. That's that's part of it. Definitely. And and then plus, like, you know, not only can you help but support the show by sharing the show, uh, giving us reviews, telling people about it, but you also can uh find other ways to share the truth. You can go Sean Chris music uh on all music platforms or Van Tesla, uh uh Joel Thomas and Quan Duke. Like those these are our, we're all artists, so we do multiple things. Like we can show you through documentaries, we could show you through podcasts, we could show you through our Instagram, which is Operation Kill the Mockingbirds, or Van underscore tesla underscore that's a uh, tiktok and uh ig and then we could show you a multitudes of ways of how to break the truth to people because there's different ways to give people truth you know it's not everybody can hear this podcast and is going to get truth out of it they may hear it right away and go oh i'm triggered but you might be able to show them through music you might be able to show them through a document uh documentary that we have so definitely go show support us on our music don't forget we got uh woke somewhere out there uh, appreciate all the people already sharing it and that have kind of made it get a little bit of numbers. We're trying to get more of a buzz. Uh, and uh, a couple of people yeah, asked me about it. Yeah, y'all. Somewhere ain't here yet, y'all. We can get real loose during the summer with this track. Let's get it out there. And a couple of people. Do it for uh, all just, the blue hair people you know. Yeah. But I was going to tell people, uh, a lot of people had been asking me like a few heads, not a lot, but a few people asked me about the contest. And I was telling them that I postponed it because they nuked my main channel, which I had the most, the most traction. So I was right. like, there's no use. So. Uh, but still make videos and tag us in it like you with woke summer why not have a, sure. a comedy way got, of making fun of it and don't and don't worry because we are gonna be doing some summer giveaway stuff with merchandise some van tesla Definitely. merchandise uh we also got some you know stickers people have been hitting me up left and right about stickers i got a lot of those coming too we're gonna send out a bunch of stuff to people if you just follow uh me at at van underscore tesla underscore you can follow kill the mockingbirds at operation kill the mockingbirds you can also follow me on tiktok i've got a lot of traction going on there right now surprisingly even though they've attacked me a little bit at least I, at least i'm getting some truth out there but you can follow me there at van underscore tesla underscore i get a little crazier on tiktok than i do on any other platforms so you know got it got to try to get it out there as much as you can till they stop you <laughs> 
Yeah, and we appreciate all y'all that have stuck with us, you know what I mean? Through all the censorship, all the nukings, all the, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have stuck around and we appreciate y'all and continue to fucking do what we do. But I think it's time for us to get into the second half of the show, you think? All right, man, you know, this is uh, one that we were both talking about. Like, it's something uh, that's been around for a while that not a lot of people have actually touched on. Because I think, you know, just hearsay, it's more one of those conspiracies uh, that people kind of, like, talk about. But it's not a lot of breakdowns and a lot of, like, stuff about it. But it's the Denver International Airport. And to start off with, I think it was 19, was it built in 1995, I think? Like, uh, 95 or 96, I'm not, I'm not It sure was 95, but the Freemasons went and put in the capstone in 94. Okay, yeah, okay. And, and that's the thing, is like, there's so many questions uh, about it. I went through this little rabbit hole this week, and I even went for all the debunking videos. And all the debunking videos had garbage, garbage explanations. They were like, oh, yeah, well, you know, there, there was a, a baggage, so... One of the one of the claims is there's bunkers underneath, right? And the reason there's this claim is because there was buildings built, and supposedly they didn't like the buildings or they were it's built five wrong. Buildings. It's five. Five buildings, and and you would think, hey, the building's wrong, or we don't want the buildings. What do you do? You d- demolish them. But instead of demolishing them, they bury them underground, and the, the, that's never explained in any of the bunky videos. They go, yeah, well that happened, but well, that doesn't matter. Every single they're just mainly <laughs> talking about. Yeah, there's an underground world, but that's because that's where the baggage carrier... If you see any videos on this, which I suggest you should go to YouTube and check out, and even check out these debunking videos, because you could see for yourself that it's fucking bullshit what they're saying. 80% they're saying, of the videos out there are debunking videos. It's very tough to find really anybody that's pro the Denver International Airport conspiracy because it, for one, it's been such a long, drawn-out conspiracy. Because we're looking at like twenty-five-year conspiracy here, so mm-hmm. it's been drug out for so long that a lot of people, it's almost become like just a punchline at this point. Because you know that the Denver airport even puts out videos to promote. It as a conspiracy, and what's crazy is the Denver airport has never, and I've been, I've been seeing this even in the debunking videos, has never come out and said that any of these things aren't true. Like they've actually played into it. If anything, they've leaned into the conspiracy. Now you know the debunking videos, like oh yeah, they're just doing that because it's just promotion and it puts this like crazy weird light on the place and makes people want to go there. Well, first off. Here's the thing about the Denver airport. You're going to go there or you're not going to go there if you're going to fly out of there, right? It's not like, you know, maybe if I lived in Denver, I'd be like, yeah, go down to check out the airport and go look at it in person. You know, my daughter was there recently because she went, she's got friends in Denver. So she actually hit me up and she was like, dad, like, oh my God, like this place is crazy for real. She's like these murals. She was like, oh my God, like these gargoyles. Have you ever been there? I've never been there. Cause I've never been to Denver. I've been so there. Like, yeah. So well, I'm I, sure cause you know that then. used to be my mid, my mid spot. Right. Cause like okay. what I would do is like, I would go visit people in Cali. So I'd go like, uh, you know, if, if I had a delay, if I couldn't get a straight through flight, uh-huh. I would try to go Denver because that's like two hours and two yeah. hours. Dude, it's, it's crazy. And like you said, they lean into it. They, they, they even brought out this little gargoyle talking and he's like talking about eating humans. And you could see the video online and saying, Oh, Illuminati making jokes of it. They have like posters of lizard people. I mean, it, it has a plaque of Freemason that the Freemasons helped build this. And it's the New World Airport. And they go, oh, well, 
it's you know people mess up names sometimes it's just like that really it's it's a so, plaque so that it, it's the new world airport commission right mm-hmm. but it's a group that no one has ever heard of so they can't explain it they can't explain what those Definitely. four words mean. Then I saw one debunking video where like, well, it was a mistake. They forgot to put the comma in between world and airport. So it's supposed to be new world airport commission. Like that made any more sense. Yeah. So, so first off, it, it, it's, it's legit got the lingo directly under the square and compass of the Freemasons. And it's also got two grand masters names that are on there because there's two big lodges that aren't far from the airport that basically uh, came in in 94, brought the capstone. And so you know anything about capstone, you don't know what's in the capstone either. Like there's mm-hmm. stuff in the capstone. They tried to, I wasn't even listening to debunking videos where I started trying to say what was in the capstones. Cause I just was like, whatever, whatever you're saying yeah. is in the capstone is not what's in the capstone. So for the listeners right now that don't know my backstory, I'm a former Freemason. So I understand how things work in Freemasonry. Yeah. Don't get it twisted guys. It wasn't like some 33rd degree, like way high up or whatever. But I was a Freemason, and I do understand how some of this works. Now, some of this I, I'm not at liberty to talk about, which I won't do yeah. when it comes to Freemasons. Um, but, at, but at the end of the day, there's certain things I can talk about, and I can talk about cornerstones. So if you ever notice on a lot of buildings, you'll notice that what they call cornerstones. Uh, you'll just see random buildings. It might be a church. might be a government building. Um, it could be anything. If you look around the building, you'll actually see there might be a, a stone that's a part of the building or a part of the sidewalk or, or a part of some stone system around it. And it'll be a square and compass from the Freemasons because they've come and essentially like bless the place. And that's what they did when they came into this airport. But that makes it weird because why were the Freemasons even involved? Now, I can say... From the perspective of being a Freemason, like just because like the cornerstones there doesn't necessarily mean that they're involved, but in most cases it is. Like they're they're there for a reason though. So there there's yeah, a yeah. purpose when Freemasons come and they bless a building and they put the cornerstone there because you know people get twisted when they think about Freemasons. They don't understand that like Freemasonry is built on masonry. If you know what masonry is, masonry is building. Yeah. So and, so and it's 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 building the yourself. And Illuminati from the have gotten mm-hmm. people have gotten confused with Illuminati and the uh, uh, Freemasons. Like all these groups, they've kind of like melt, melted them all together, and that's intentional. They 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 when they say when they de- debunking videos are like they think they're Illuminati or Freemasons. The, there's are all fractions of what's going on. And to your mm-hmm. point about your daughter seeing the murals. Like she's talking about those murals. The crazy thing about those murals is if you really look at them, like, you know, they talk to the artist and supposedly he's saying like, ah, you know, it was just me. He gave his explanation of it. But if you look at it and how they're uh, uh, coincide, it's like a war, a nuclear war, killing people. And then this new world where there's less people. You know less I mean? people like, and they're like all happy and they yeah. just like did you see them they're like holding these animals yeah. and they're all like relaxed and they're like singing kumbaya and the last one and you're like man like no yeah. they, they literally just showed you like the uh the way it's gonna happen he drew it out for you um but there's so much to it i mean you got like blucifer which is the the mustang but the, the the real name of it is mustang that's what they say it's it's a blue horse with glowing neon eyes red eyes that is standing up outside this 
airport, which makes absolutely no sense at all. And they're like, oh, but the Mustang, it's like a big Colorado thing. I'm like, man, listen, like, first off, this thing is blue and it's got like blazing red eyes, which they said that the guy that built it, this is weird too. He gave the horse red eyes for his father. Which what does that even mean? Like so your dad his father had worked eye- with neon lines. No, because his dad supposedly worked with neon lines, and that was the but the, the crazier part, like you said about Lucifer, because that's the nickname everybody else gives no, he him. He did it for it, his father. His father is Lucifer. That's why <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, that that's for sure. But I'm saying like the explanation on the debunking videos was saying, Oh, the reason his eyes are red like that, it was an homage to his father because <sighs> he was a neon light guy, right? But the even crazier part is the artist that created this died. Yeah. Like he didn't even finish it creating it. A pe- broke yeah. on him. Killed him. And so it, and it actually severed an artery. <laughs> severed an artery and they couldn't stop the bleeding. So he he bled out is what happened. So that was already a weird kind of turn of events. But his family, this this is even crazier now. So his family and close friends all band together to get this thing finished. So there's something else to it. Like, why did this need to be built? Like, what was mm-hmm. so significant with this horse statue? We're talking about monstrous, brother. Like, this thing is huge. Yeah. Like, it's not only that, the airport's massive. So, like, the airport itself, the structure, isn't necessarily the biggest airport, right? But the grounds are by far and away, I think it was 33,000. Thousand acres is like mm, the what this is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, man. Like it, it doesn't even. It, it's like all the stuff that you could look at. It just, just it's there. It's totally there. So, so back to what you're talking about the underground bunkers, right? So I'm gonna say what I was reading, and then I'll say what I think. So right. the you know, of course, in the debunking videos, they take you down to show you that oh, it's not like man. First off, you showed me like one little like ten foot stretch of whatever you wanted to show us. Like you didn't show us anything, and we're talking about an extensive tunneling system that's underneath this. So, what I personally think is, it is connected to uh, Hollow Earth, and I think it's connected to. All of these other things, bunkers, maybe, maybe, maybe there's bunkers. I, I do think there's there's definitely facilities under there. That, uh, when you look at, especially when you look at anything that's kind of got uh, desert terrain or you know very open terrain like it is there, uh, that's where you find a lot of your you know underground military bases and, and things like that. I know a lot of people think that the bunkering system is going to be for when there is a big you know, blowout or next world war or whatever, all the elites are going to go hide under there. Well, it could be the case. I mean, I think there's plenty of these underground places all across the world. I don't think it's like in one location. Um, But I do think it's connected to uh, underground systems that, yeah, Mm -hmm. it could be connected to where, you know, reptilians are at or or whatever. I think definitely uh, UFOs and, and, and greys and aliens and all that is connected into it as well. I think once you open up the possibility of being connected to Hollow Earth, you know, then it's just all bets are off. It's all of it. At that point, like it could be connected to all other military bases. I mean, a lot of people think when it comes to Hollow Earth and, and just the underground tunneling system, maybe not even all the way to Hollow Earth, but there is a there is a uh, technology of transport 
that's quicker than we know that that will get you places mm-hmm. in a blink of an eye across the globe and i think that's how you know really if elites want to move and shake you know they can a lot quicker than what they show us when they fly on these you know airlines and stuff for show like there's a lot of different uh aspects of that too so it could be connected to that as well i mean we don't know we, what we do know is this they make fun of anybody that questions it and then they don't give you a straight answer that's two things right there that should just let you know that hey there's something going on there, and it's it's definitely not right. <laughs> and we do know that the, the the runways are shaped as a swastika. That's like that's a, for a that's fact. A fact. Man, <laughs> that's not a <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm saying I went to Wikipedia, which you know Wikipedia is like Snopes to me. It's it's bought and paid for, just like anything oh, yeah. else. But you can click on. And I'm going to do it right now because I'm looking dead at it. Uh, airport diagram. I'm just looking at it, and I'm looking at the the dark lines. That show where the runways are at, and it's in it's in in the shape of a swastika. It is. Yeah, that's. There's, it, it's and not. You gotta re- and that it, brings me up to remember the Nazis were also into tunnels and bunkers underground. and, and underground, underground stuff. And and remember the whole. Th- there's a lot of theories of Rome never fell, and they became the Nazis, and the Nazis were had underground tunnels. And if you see this movie called Greenland, I think it's Greenland. Uh, uh, it's it's an uh, asteroid movie where asteroids are coming to attack and people, it's like, a, you know, end of the world type of scenario kind of thing and people are getting phone calls, but not everybody. Certain people are getting phone calls. So like there's this all these whole neighborhoods at one house and the dude gets a phone call and they're like, hey, fucking get your family. You got a ticket. Fucking <laughs> let's go. And you know, then everybody starts getting, and then where did they go? An underground bunker. It ended up being in Greenland, which to me, the significance of with the Nazis and what they were trying yeah. to do in Greenland, there's a whole big uh, 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 conspiracy and, and, and rabbit hole to go down there. But that's what it reminds me of. So I'm like, so this is not like it's not something that just started. It's not like, oh, well, yeah, only the Denver airport. No, this is something that's connected bigger. And I think you might be right. Either they're they're facilitating more with lizard people, or they're facilitating more with like attacking something in Hollow Earth. Uh, I, I think it does have a lot of correlations with those theories and what's going on. And there's a reason that they're down there. And like I said, if they if why would you bury buildings like that you weren't going to use? Why would you not just destroy them? Like, I mean, the answer and like you said, all the answers that were given were were not nonsense they, they made no nothing there was nothing thrown out there like in the one video too the lady's like ah oh, the reason it's so big is because we have thirty three thousand employees i'm like man these 33s are always jumping out at you you know what i mean and and it, it to me is it's unexplained and i'm sure how that are you gonna have can, a airport with a capstone with a yeah. freemason square and compass and then everything is 33 33 000 acres mm-hmm. you would you say 33 thousand employees employees 33 and they keep using that number i mean i know the the geometra guys would be having a field day with that place um but yeah it's it's what's to me for it being so old it's just not a lot to it like there's there's enough to to for us to talk about for a long time because we could speculate all day but it's just not i think because of when it happened and when it was built was during an era where the internet just wasn't what it was now. And yep. I think that they had enough time to just kind of die it down. Where it just... it Well, like you said, they, they made it a punchline so, at this point. They leaned into yeah, it. Yeah, and they leaned in. Mm-hmm, and they and that's what kind of like got people's attention off of it. And I would say too that like all the like speculation... Yeah, like you said, we could speculate. All, but all the answers and there's nothing that actually is significant. 
that they've given us. And and the speculation is right up there. Like there is a huge there they've admitted it. There's a huge city underneath there. They've said it's only for employees and for baggage, but it's huge. If you see the videos, I definitely would uh, suggest someone going down and checking it out. And to your point, it may not just be for preps, but for the elites, but it also just so happens that elites around the world have property very close to it. All kinds very of elites, close. princes, uh, I think even Queen Elizabeth and uh, other elitists of the world, go check it out. They all have a, a real estate around the Denver airport. Why? Which makes you it's wonder not like why, in New York, right? in New York, you get it. DC, you get it. LA, you get it. Denver? Well, I'm just going to throw a thread out there that's not connected and nobody's ever connected the dots to. And maybe there's no connection to it. But when we're talking about elites having property next to places and we're talking about maybe an advanced tunneling system or a connection underground and it being one of the largest airports in the world, I'm just going to say 8 million what's missing in the world there you go i mean you got to start you got to start putting that in the mix because you know you got if there's you know and when i say eight million missing children I'm, i don't mean that there's some of them aren't found but that is what mm -hmm. it goes missing worldwide per year but a, a good portion of that is never found again. a large portion and are not found. so so when you look at what what happens you know, you could go the normal trafficking and stuff that just on your normal scale. You know what I mean, like your your cartels and different things like that. But you gotta, where are they going? Hey, what? We're not finding bodies. Not really. Like not not, well, not like that. You know what I mean? Like what's happening? Like where? where then you gotta start thinking about what's mm -hmm. under the earth. What's under the earth? Like, and I don't mean six they, feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not six feet. And the, and also the weird thing about this airport is they it took them sixteen months longer to uh uh to build it. It was over you know schedule and it was over budget. It was like one point something billion over budget. And like to your point about like the missing children, I know this is not exactly on the Denver airport, but uh we uh with the episode of White Rabbit. Uh, we were talking about Britney Spears and clones and this and that. And they kind of like, you know how when people say stuff, it triggers something in your mind mm -hmm. and you kind of with that. And I was like, hey, man, maybe like some of these people aren't clones. How, the, how they MK Ultra them is because they were trafficked, right? If you got these kids at a young age and oh, then you have yeah. them at four or five years old, then you develop into, we don't know that that's their real parents. We don't know that they're real life. And, and, they, and how do they have pictures with them all the time? Because they had them since they were one, too. Of course you're going to have pictures of them. But Man, we don't know yes. how far this goes. And I think that you're right. And if, not just trafficked, but then they're trafficked to be MK Ultra vessels to get messages out to us or to distract us. But also, we don't know if some of those missing children are working underground. You know, well, how doing some things we seen. Have we, how many times have we seen celebrities or politicians like start tweaking out for no reason or almost shorten yeah. out and you don't know why? I mean, even like your, uh, I mean, Hillary's done it several times. I mean, mm -hmm. we, you know, and then you start wondering, and this is a part of me, man, that's very empathetic, right? And I know this is going to sound crazy on this show and maybe some people that are listening to it, but I almost feel like a certain level of just like, like kind of hurt even for some of these elites, because I start thinking about maybe what they went through as kids and why they are who they are, because their whole bloodline was built around them being a certain way. They were, they were groomed to be who they are now. So when you look at these people that you despise, um, man, there's a part of it that you got to like, 
feel bad for them too. Like, what got them there? What got Hillary there? What got yeah Bill there? What got them in this position? Because they didn't just wake up one day. And I get that there's some people that do. You know, there's just some people. But man, you, you started breaking Very down the few. whole kid thing in the in the MK Ultra thing. You gotta you gotta look back, man. You almost gotta have a, a, at least some sympathy, man, for for these people uh, because of what they went through that got them to this place. Because man, this this globalism and new world order agenda didn't happen in the past fifty years or sixty years that these people were around. Like it's been around for centuries to get us to this point. I mean, think about when the Illuminati was first started. Uh, if you go back in history and understand that, and they weren't exactly what people think of them as now either. They kind of were a, were a group of free thinkers when they first started. They weren't the same as they are now. And anything that's good always gets twisted, right? So that's kind of how I always look at it too. I'm not saying that their basis all along was great because I do think they had a, a very a, a deity worship type of mentality. No, but you're right because I had a Esoteric Eddie a couple uh shows back and he broke down the history of the Illuminati. And when you mm-hmm. just think of it, 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 they were pretty much trying to break off from the church because the church mm-hmm. had, you know, the Jesuitum had such a stranglehold. Right, right, right. And, and not saying, like you said, that they started good, but there, there's these, whether it was intended or not, but they were pushing agendas that were trying to go against the the tyrants of the time. And, right. you know, they were having to be underground and what it develops into is something different. Also, I think people misunderstand what Illuminati is because there's so many different fractions of it yeah, that people absolutely. see like, oh, that's Illuminati, you know, this person. But that's like the Hollywood Illuminati where it's not necessarily um, it's something. But I, I think one that we do got to pay attention to is uh, the new the Numinati, the whole Kanye movement, because I think Kanye, uh, I went down a little rabbit hole of the Kanye West, you know, the David Bowie. Uh, uh, kind of like calling out, like calling that ye would be the 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 next this star child, and they 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 trying to correlate those together. But let me go back real quick, because when you were talking about, uh, you know these bug outs, right? Like people have these bug outs. Yeah. Uh, one of the craziest ones to me is that Jalen Rose one, man. I don't know if you ever seen that Jalen Rose, and he they're like fixing his like like his earpiece, and like man, I I think that was the most wild one to it me. It was almost like he like, was frozen. Yeah, for I don't know how many seconds, and not only him, but here recently, uh, I don't know if you saw the one with Draymond Green, where they were in an interview. This was in the last series, and this wasn't the final series that we're in right now, but it was the last series, and they were playing Dallas, mm-hmm. and they were he wasn't talking, but he just goes, he just like freezes, and his mouth's open, and I man, I watched it. For about 15 20 seconds and he didn't blink or move and i'm like whoa man like it and then you oh man then it goes back to that part about you know sports being real or fake right then you start thinking man what if like and i think now, now part of it I, I think some of them are bought into the system for sure your sure. upper tier whatever but man you got to think that even them even they might even be mk ultra to a point of what a trigger word or, or or something to, you know, trigger them into doing, you know, what they need to do. Almost like a sleeper cell, right? That's what MK Ultra is. So yeah. you start looking at that in Hollywood, you start looking at that in entertainment in any aspect, sports, uh, then you can really start thinking like, man, wow, maybe maybe even some of the times they're not even actively knowing they're doing some of the stuff that they're doing. 
Mm-hmm. Then you can really start looking at the world in a different way. And that's why, like, you know, even when it comes to me bashing the elites and me going, you know, toe to toe with that mentality, there is a part of me that has just like a, a, you know, a hurt feeling too. Cause man, I know that they didn't have a chance. Like they weren't like sure. me whose parents like cared about them and loved them. They grew up in an environment that was abuse to the point that the abuse created the multiple personalities that created an MK ultra mind that was able to be controlled and turned into a vessel that could become a, become a puppet. That's, that's what a puppet sure. is. You know, you look at, we can talk about Joe Biden all day, but, you know, and not that I think that this is necessarily the Joe Biden that we knew 10 years yeah. ago, but <laughs> that's a whole different story. But again, it still plays into the same fact of controllability and how people can be controlled, can be weaponized without them even knowing it. Um, you know, we talk about brainwashing. Well, that's just brainwashing on a whole different scale. And some kids are born into that. These, these, these kids that you see that are born in these rich families, man. I, and I, and I hate when I hear people say, oh man, they're so lucky. And I'm like, man, nah, yeah. like they're, they're, they're probably in awful shape. Like you just don't even know. You know, I look at like will and, and jada's kids and i'm like Ugh. oh man like i i just feel so bad for them i just see because well, they don't even know what really reality is they don't know what real empathy is what real love is but i think you made the best point out of everything uh it kind of got me thinking is with all the missing children like what are in these underground bunkers when we talk about all these underground bunkers uh, not just in denver because there's plenty around the world so is there secret armies being built under? You know what I mean? Are these worker bees? Are these slaves that are building things for them or, or servants that uh, we don't know how, if they, how many people go to these underdwellings because that might be, say Denver Airport's a military base, right? Say, mm-hmm. you know, it's supposed to be a mili- underground military base. Well, we don't know if there's other underground places where there are more like castles and places they dine at. So uh, I think that that's something that would be really interesting to find out is how many of those kids are underground and, and and we even know that there is tunneling systems that were you know by the cartels just like you know just from the basic news that we've seen trafficking humans and drugs and those things go deep so if you have the access to uh money uh power and equipment and then if you have all this free labor of all these people you're trafficking because i think they target people that lost a parent or orphans you know throughout the years you have all these orphans and they they target them and they build their army whether uh uh to build things uh that's now you got me thinking you know what i mean who's down there man and like (laughs) hey i'll tell you a really good book series that i'm reading right now it's by la marzulli so la marzulli is probably one of the top um guys out there when it comes to studies about nephilim and he's got a book, the Nephilim Trilogy, and it's fictional, but he does it fictional for a purpose because he's able to get out truth through fiction. And he, a lot of it's about underground bases where they are splicing fallen angel, quote unquote, alien DNA with human DNA, or they're you know, making women pregnant with the alien fallen angel DNA, and they're creating these armies of Nephilim, which are 
giants, which are your crossbreeds. So I, I, I think that's coming, man, for sure. Like Nephilim are going to be a huge part of this new world order. Think about it. I mean, you think about if aliens reveal themselves or, or, or as I believe fallen angels reveal themselves to the world as, you know, the gods of old and they come out and they're like, listen, we've got a way to make humanity better. And this is the evolution. And then they bring out, you know, giants. I mean, at that well, and who's point, to say, who's to say some of that isn't where we see people with, uh, different characteristics of like uh, maybe there were bad experiments of you've mm-hmm. seen humans like in different ways like that's maybe we get a bigfoot that's where we maybe get a dog man oh, that's yeah, maybe yeah. where we get like hobbits you know what i mean yeah. like all kinds if you of read the bible you think of. the fallen angels didn't just lay with humans though they laid with animals too so i think that could be a, definitely a derivative of where you get your bigfoots from you get you like you said your dog man's from mothman a lot of these other entities and creatures are are the uh combination of fallen angels and you know animals too man i think oh big time yeah absolutely i think that's yeah you hit it right on the head i've I've talked about that a lot that's a that's a big theory of mine when it comes to that part of it too because yeah the nephilim which were you know the humans the human hybrids uh but you've got the other hybrids too and 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 just for the people that don't want to get as crazy down the road as us, I absolutely believe that the government splices DNA and creates all 100%. kind of crazy stuff too. So that's that's definitely in the mix as well. I'm I'm, I'm in with all of it. Um, I'm a I'm a true uh, conspiracy truther, and I, <laughs> I get down with all of it because I, I think you can't start buying into one part of it and then just shut down the rest of it because then you're you're not, you're not really don't have an open mind at that point. You can't do that. You can't have a true open mind and negate any of it. You have to be open to all of it. I'm not saying that you have to believe it, but you got to be open to the fact. It's just like you got to be at fifty percent, right? Got to be at fifty percent. And this is just one thing that you and I bring up all the time about flat Earth. Uh, Again, I'm not a flat Earth guy. I don't. There's there's a lot of stuff out there that I truly believe that the Earth's round, and I think there's space. There's a, there's enough evidence in my mind, but if it came out one day and it was flat Earth, like it wouldn't shock me. Like my mind's open to the fact that hey, yeah. we're in a snow globe. Maybe maybe all that stuff they said is true. I don't know. Like I know NASA lies. Like I'm with them on there. <laughs> on, I'm with them with that. <laughs> I got. I'm with them on that. <laughs> well, I think too. Uh, uh, speaking of flat Earth, and I was talking about this with uh, Catalyst on White Rabbit yesterday. Uh, yeah, he's a big. We got to get. Yeah, we he want I we want to set up a, a flatter day verse, not necessarily verse, but like uh, uh, I can't even remember the uh, the two guys that were uh, uh, well the panel that was with Tony. You know, I want to get like the best Hollow Earth guy versus the best Flat Earth guy, and I That'd want them cool. to have a. I think that's something we should try to set up and try to like really have a discussion and try to see because he was getting <laughs> I think he was getting mad because he's been trying to push Flat Earth on me for a long time, and I was like I don't know, man. I was like, fuck Flat Earth, bro. Hollow Earth all day, homie. What's up? Rep set, homie. Throw that shit up. And he was just like, no, nah, man, Flat Earth. And I was like, I was like, I just see it. He's like, no, but the Bible speaks to Flat Earth. I was like, yeah, but if you look at those statements like that you're saying, they more reflect to me Flat Earth, I mean, uh, Hollow Earth. Right. They, they don't reflect Flat Earth as much. And I'm like, and you're talking about the Bible. I'm talking about every religion i'm talking about every civilization like everything so like all these things that connect so i think that would be interesting at some point to have like a good hollow earth versus flat earth true debate with some of the great heavyweights uh uh, because like you said i don't i don't hate flat earth i just disagree you know i I see it more of a different level 
But you're right. If someone went to me one day and said, and they proved it, I'll be like, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised either. Like, like they lie about everything. I mean, everything that's happening, we're being lied to. We're being lied to right now with COVID nineteen. We're being lied to about what's going on at Davos. We're being lied to right now. What's going on at Bilderberg in Washington D.C. That's happening right, right now. Right. There's so much things, and and that's why the Denver airport was something that we thought was just a good little tidbit that we could throw out there that people that don't know, definitely go to the airport. Go check out the murals. Go check out these things that they're leaning into because why would somebody lean in so much, right? Like you could say right. with marketing and all that, but in actuality, they're leaning in because then they don't have to deny it. Right. <laughs> no, no, I totally agree with you. Like that's just a way for them to, you know, what, get around it. <laughs> definitely. And and to me, I believe that it's a uh, my belief is that uh, that it's an underground bunker uh, that's potentially like some kind of uh, military base or uh, uh, some kind of strategic point because from what I've researched as well, I think there's like these uh, the rail cars like they're not just one big railroad, but there's just different like not necessarily a rail that we see as you know what I mean, but right. these things that can get people going fast. Uh, uh, to get where you need to get too fast. And you see it happen a lot because people are where they need to be instantly. And I think they, these are strategic points. Now, are these points where they're trying to fight hollow earth beings? Or maybe that's it. Or maybe that, because I, like we were saying last week, I, there is two, at least two different sides of hollow earth. So maybe that these bunkers are, are the people that are backing up the lizard people and the other nefarious people trying to prepare for war against, uh, you know, the good angels that were, are here to protect us. Absolutely. No, I'm with you on that, man. I, I'm with all that, especially when it comes to you know, the the good side of things, because that's the most powerful side. People just need to understand that is 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 doom and gloom as it can get. If you're on the right team, man, you're you're gonna be okay. Like you're gonna be all right. Like it 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 may get bleak, and you, you might be in a camp, but. It, you you be out of that camp. Like it's not going to be yeah. like that forever. So, you know, it, I I thought about that long and hard. You know, what did I really want out of life? Um, do I do I want to, you know, have all the things in the world and and and, and not have my soul? It sucks because I could have Jen Saki. You know, I love her so much. And, <laughs> you know, I miss you, Jen. I want to have you on the show one day. Promise. Yeah, uh, please. Hey, or please. have us on your MSNBC show. You know, like I, know, I, I don't think that I will know, happen, man. but maybe. I just miss her a lot, man. We have this like soulless bond. You know, ginger love. You're gonna have to bring the uh, the uh, uh, what's it called Denver. Maybe she'll interview Denver. <laughs> oh yeah i know yeah that's right yeah i'll just have to like go full non-binary mode i'm sure i could get in there yeah <laughs> wait what's you got any final thoughts on denver airport i mean all i gotta say is we don't know anything at the at the end of the day the more i looked into it which i had over the years anyway it was still the same as I had looked into it 15 years ago, there was nothing else out there. It's just the same speculation. They got rid of a couple of the murals, one or two of the murals that yeah. they used to have there. So it's not as dark, I guess. But and, yeah, yeah, but they still got a bunch of stuff. Like you said, talking gargoyle that's, you know, playing into the whole conspiracy trope. So, yeah, I, I just think that it's, again, it's connected to everything else that we talk about on the show. And that's what I love about this show. And I hope people love too, that we're wide open here. Uh, you want to mm -hmm. 
you want to get on this show, reach out to us. We're yep. more than happy to put guests on the show too. We're going to have start having a lot of guests the rest of this year, and you know it doesn't have to be somebody that we personally work with. It, you got a dope story, you got something to tell, reach out to us. You can go to killthemockingbirds at gmail dot com or Joel Thomas at vantesla dot com. You can reach out to us either way. There, you got some cool stories. Hell, it could just be you met Big, Bigfoot in the woods. Whatever. Yeah. Like if it's dope. We'll talk to you. Like we're more than willing Definitely. to get you on the show. So we're wide open here. There's no conspiracy rabbit hole that we won't go down or we won't experience because we do feel like it's all connected. It's all connected world, whether it's, you know, your government elites at Davos to, you know, gray aliens out in the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah, it's, it's all, all connected. Same thing. I will say my final thoughts on the Denver airport is the one thing I do look at and that's never really explored too much. And maybe, uh, you know, some some of our Gematria homies could uh, give us some insight. But that time capsule is set to open 2094. 2094 is the year that they're set to uh, open. And I, I wonder what the significance of behind those numbers. But I'm with you. Uh, I'm not sure. It's just crazy to me that there hasn't been that much written about it. Like, yeah, we have the, the same details, which no one has really gotten too deep there. And that, that right. tells me that people are not letting them. You know what I mean? That oh, somebody yeah. is stopping people from going there. But that is the connection of everything, right? They, they want to limit what we know. That's why seeing uh, uh, even people that see spirits, which we don't know what those are. We don't know what the entities are. When it's paranormal, we don't know what that is. Paranormal means not just spirits, a spirit, it could be a spirit, an alien, like it's all coincide together. Like from what I've told you before, uh, off air, you know, like to me, I see it as like, it's funny that people are like, oh, I believe in aliens, but uh, <laughs> I don't believe in religion. You know, like God, that's crazy angels. But then there's people that are like, oh, I believe in angels and God, but no way I believe in aliens. And to me, they're kind of like the same thing. You know what I mean? Because no, it's sure. an alien and it's something you don't know what it is. You don't and know for what all it is. we know that these are angels and People need to be more open-minded. And it doesn't mean, like you said, to listen uh, or agree with us. It means just keep an open mind and be like, mm, I see the possibility. Now, I don't see it logically happen at this moment, but I'm open to the possibility. Get, at least be at 50% because there's no way we could prove it. There's no way I could prove right now that the earth is flat, round, hollow, not at this point. Like, I don't have the evidence. Now, I, have a, I thought we did a great job on kind of giving the paper trail of hollow earth last week. But someone could, like you said, fly into the uh, uh, firmament uh, two months from now and I go, shit, <laughs> damn, you got me there. You know what I mean? So right. things can switch real quick once uh, people actually explore more. And I think that's also what we'd want is not go explore things. Like if we're talking about the Denver airport and you got the the means and and uh, to go do investigation, go investigate that. Go investigate the the crit- the, the uh, cryptics that you hear about in your area, or or the conspiracies in your area. Go investigate yourself because at the end of the day, it's not about what I say or what Joel says or what the media says. It's about what you think. So go find the information yourself. And I think that Jen Saki wants to get on this show to talk to me. That's what I think. Uh, she's Facetiming <laughs> us right now. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Jen. <laughs> So don't forget, you know, uh, help support the show. Like and subscribe on any platform. You know, you can do the Apple and Spotify. But like I said, keep going after those uh, podcasting 2.0 apps. I use Overcast. That's my favorite one. 
Uh, they have a lot of different features, a lot of better features than Apple and Spotify. Plus, I'm just, I have this theory that they're going to end up axing us from one of these shows. Maybe not today or tomorrow, but eventually, because sure. we're not going to go any, we're not going to change our, our viewpoints uh, to conform to them. But I also think you got to go to the Patriot Podcast Network and uh, look up, uh, uh, that's on Roku, and you can see Kill the Mockingbird, me and Joel. And don't forget to check out our music. You know, you got Van Tesla, that's Joel Thomas and Quan Duke. Uh, they got a bunch of new music out. Uh, you got Sean Chris, S-E-A-N-C-H-R-I-S. Uh, I got a bunch of new music out. That's on all streaming platforms, whatever your favorite is. And that's a great way for us to, uh, you know, for you to help support the show. And we got the, the new single. The that's all three of us together, Woke Summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Woke Summer, man. And especially if you're tired of the wokety wokes uh, yapping down your throat. Uh, you know what? For Pride Month, go play on Woke Summer. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Play it loud and play it proud. <laughs> loud and proud. But I think um, we got something in the chamber right now, right? Don't you got something coming out uh, next week? Yeah. Next Friday, I'll be dropping Pulp, which is a solo track for me. So I do that from time to time as well. Um, it's going to be dope. It's a song that I wrote just about where I'm at with everything that I'm trying to accomplish in life. And I think we all get that way, you know? You know, is the, is the juice worth the squeeze? You know, is everything you're putting into something, is it going to be worth it in the end? I think people will really relate to this just on a human level, you know, where we're all trying to get to in life with our goals. Uh, it was something that, you know, meant a lot to me when I wrote it. So, and I try to do that with every song that I do. Uh, Quad and I also have a new two-track EP dropping out at the end of the month called Van Tesla Double Back. It's going to be 80s music, so it's going to be wild. Nice. Hey, so you want to end out on that? Uh, can we give them a little sample of that Pope so they could get a little feel for it? Yeah, let's go ahead and drop it. So by the time you hear it, you'll be a few days out from getting it full time, but you'll get to hear it. Yeah, and then don't forget, uh, every Mondays at 6 a.m. is when we're dropping new episodes on all your favorite podcasting platforms. So you know how we do it here. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Yeah. of a sorry is everything i'm chasing out of reach like shatari ships i feel when people say they feel me they just say they do tentacles of praise turning into calamari so a little stretch every song i bleed just a little recognition is all i need 
And God, I'm feeling growth, but every time I look inside, I'm looking at the branches of a bonsai tree. Uh, and I don't know what I'ma leave when I leave here. Cause the mics just become a pair of sheep shears. And I'm fighting for change, but legacy's important too. Scrambling for more days, more leap years. Feeling like a mega block around some Lego. In a chamber of my own thoughts, my own echoes. Lows never seem to hit the falsetto. Is it wrong for me to judge myself on what I've done? Know where I'm going, yeah Is it wrong for me to see what I'm going to be and where I'm going, yeah Is it just worth a squeeze on my left with a bone? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.